coming out this evening. We're glad, glad that you're here. We appreciate Scott and, and Willie for uh, getting us off to, to a good start. Uh, something uh, Willie mentioned in his prayer, I, I, I don't think I've been thinking about this, but he mentioned, uh, he mentioned all of our young people and our college students that are about ready to, to take off back to school. And we've had them around for a few weeks now this summer, and it sure has been great. But they won't be here uh, every Sunday for, for a while. Uh, uh, coming up in just a few weeks, they won't be. And so uh, we're going to miss them. And also even our, uh, our, our school kids here locally will be going back to school very soon. And it's hard to believe that the summer has, uh, has passed by so quickly. But it has. We've still got plenty of hot weather to go. But the school sessions, school terms are just about to go back in session. And so uh, we do need to pray for our young people. And we are fortunate to have so many great young people right here at Bethel. I think the message tonight is for me. <laughs> more, so, more so than it is for you. By nature, I am a fixer. And I don't mean I'm like Brad. Brad has a lot of... Uh, mechanical skills. He can fix a lot of things. I'm not good at that. But if somebody has a problem here at Bethel or here in the community and I know about it, I want to fix it. If there's somebody that's sick or they're having a, a catastrophe in their life of some kind, I want to fix it. And the truth is, many times I... There's just not much I can do. I, I can visit with them. I can uh, pray with them. I always try to do that. But I can't fix it. And you don't know how that torments me sometimes. I, I, I let it bother me. And you're probably sitting there thinking, you shouldn't let those things bother you, T.A. Well, uh, you're right, but they still do. And sometimes I lose sleep over things that I want to fix, and I, I, I'm just powerless to do it, and so I was. I was thinking tonight that I'm going to to talk about uh, some of these things. Maybe let you know how how I feel. I'm going. I'm going to use you for a little uh, self therapy uh, session here, and, and maybe by listening to me, uh, you can uh, understand how I feel, and, and you can help at least at least by remembering these people in your prayers every day. I know that the announcements have been. Very, very long over the past few Sundays, and I, and I know they have. I hope you're okay with that. I can remember when, uh, when uh, Mr. Jack used to, used to get aggravated at me about it because I, I, I meant, I, I, it took too long. The announcements just take too long. And, and he was right, and I know that he was, but I just don't have the heart to leave anybody out. When there's somebody who says, would you please pray for me, pray for my mother, pray for my brother, pray for my friends in Indiana, as Benita asked us to do today. I, I just feel compelled to do it. I don't like to leave anybody out. And there are so many people that are sick right now and in need of our prayers. The, the announcements are, are just really, really long, but we need to remember these people. Two of our men. David and Chester are having major heart surgery this week. We need to be praying for them. Roy, Roy continues to need our prayers. They're just going to try to, 
adjust his medication for now, but I, I'm not trying to play doctor, but I've, I've seen the man and talked with him. Uh, he's, he's got some issues, and we need to remember Roy and Carol in our prayers. I have seen him and talked to him. Carol's got her hands full right now, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, she, she does. Daryl Guilford is having his surgery Wednesday, and, and it's true, this tumor is benign. And so, you know, it, it's not cancerous. That's good. Still got to have it surgically removed. And so, prayers for him and Deanna and that family. Johnny Rains is at home, but he's got a long, long way to go. I've, I've, never, I've known Johnny my entire life. Uh, I've, I've never seen him this, this low. It, it's more than just the, the physical aspects of it. He, Johnny has always been an outdoors guy. He's, a, he's an outgoing guy. He's a doer. And he's not physically able right now. now he's just stuck at home. And so... Johnny has a long way to go. I remember hearing the doctor tell him over at Erlanger, this is not a 100-yard dash, this is a marathon. So be patient and, and keep trying, is what the doctor told him to do. And uh, he, he still needs our prayers and some encouragement if you get a chance to speak with Johnny or send him a card. J.C. Smith is another guy that I have known my entire life, one of the toughest men I have ever known. I played ball with him for years. J.C. was a tough guy. Let me tell you something. You don't have to be a medical professional now to tell that J.C. Smith is not feeling well. You can just tell that he is not. And not recovering from his surgery as quickly as they thought. And uh, J.C. and Janie continue to need our prayers and support. I want to mention Linda Shufelt because she's kind of a, a special case. Uh, Linda has the shingles right now, which is bad enough, but she's had lots of troubles with her eyes, doesn't see well, and she's had lots of, in her personal life, lots of issues. She's, uh, she's kind of fragile right now, and th these are people that, that just need our, our prayers, and we have so many people that, that we, we call them our shut-ins. You have to appreciate people like Joe and Vera, and, and Buck and Justine, and uh, John Welch, and Ferris Cartwright, and, Archie Mason, pe people like that who probably would, would meet uh, the criteria for a, a, a shut-in. <laughs> but they keep trying to come to church, and you, you have to appreciate them. Those folks are not well. Gerald Joe fell again this week, and I say again, I don't know how many times Gerald Joe has failed. He tries to take care of Miss Beulah. I fear one of these falls is going to mean somebody's going to have to take care of Gerald. Barney and Jenny just not able to really get out of the house much at all anymore. Be Betty and Doc Long struggle every day. Miss Ruth Johnson is now uh, in, the, in the nursing home. I, these, these people need our prayers. Pete Smith. Pete's health is in decline. I can recall visiting Pete a number of times, and you can't... Pete, I, Pete, I need to go. Well, let me tell you one more thing. And he tells you that, and... Okay, I'll see you later. Uh, one more thing. He, P Pete, Pete could just talk and talk and talk. Pete won't talk anymore. He won't talk. I asked his children if he was over-medicated. No, that's not it. He's just, uh, he's just fading away. And so Pete is really in, in decline. Miss Pearl Lowe and her family. I know they do what they do for love, but I can't imagine what they must 
do every single day. Miss Roberta and Miss Willie Grace up at the nursing home. And, and again, all the others that we, that we try to mention, we, we don't really know them. They're, they're not among our number, but like Benita's friends today, they come to you and they say, can you pray for these people? We need to try, we need to, try to do it. But a glance at our bulletin right now, brothers and sisters, is scary. Because there's so many people that need our prayers. And there's times I just have to remind myself, God is still there. God doesn't change and we can still count on Him. I'm I'm not good enough. I am not adequate enough. I, I, I can't fix it every time. If I could, I would. If I had a magic wand, I wouldn't wave it and make myself a 40 room mansion and a and a, and a big uh, Rolls Royce to drive in, I wouldn't do that. I'd help these people. That's what I would do if, if I could. Sometimes I just can't, and, and it bothers me. It bothers me. I have to remind myself we can count on God. The psalmist knew that. In Psalms 118, Psalms 118, The psalmist says, Give thanks to the Lord, for He's good. His mercy endures forever. Let Israel now say, His mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, His mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord now say, His mercy endures forever. T.A. needs to be reminded of that sometimes. I called on the Lord in distress, and the Lord answered me. And set me in a broad place. The Lord, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do to me. Sometimes I need to be reminded of that. God is there. And He is committed to His people. When Jesus was here on this earth, He showed His compassion in His life. He, he, he healed the sick. He, he fed the multitudes. I, I love Matthew chapter 9. And you might say, well, uh, what, what's so distinctive about that chapter? In that one chapter, Jesus healed, heals a crippled man. A woman is healed when she touches the hem of his garment. A young girl is raised from the dead. Two blind men get their sight back. And another man has a demon cast out. All in just a few verses there in Matthew chapter 9. Jesus was trying to help other people. Turn with me to Matthew 9 uh, very quickly. I want to show you near the end of that chapter. Matthew 9 and verse 35. Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing every sickness and every disease among the people. And when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them. There you go. Because they were weary and scattered, like sheep having no shepherd. And Jesus, Jesus still has that same compassion for us. And He will help us when we are struggling. Over a hundred times in the Bible, we read about God hearing the cries of His people. The psalmist tells us that the eyes, the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and His ears are open to their cries. Can God help us? Can God lift us mere mortals up? Let me show you what Isaiah says about that in Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40, and starting at verse 25. Can God help us? 
To whom then will you liken me? This is, Isaiah, this is God speaking through Isaiah. Or to whom shall I be equal, says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these things. Who brings out their host by number? Who calls them all by name? By the greatness of his might and the strength of his power, not one is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord, and my just claim is passed over by my God. Have you not known, have you not heard, the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, never faints, nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases their strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I know that this has been a a tough year for a lot of folks. And just, uh, just today we found out that there, there's a burden that I know is on the Clayton's heart. I'm sure they're very concerned uh, about these things. And all of these people that we've mentioned and so many others that maybe are not among our number, but we know about them. We need to pray for these people. We need to, to help them and, and encourage them. Many people just need... They just need some encouragement. And sometimes that's, that's just a kind word at, at the right time. Let me show you a couple more passages and then we'll close. In 1 Peter chapter 5, 1 Peter chapter 5 and beginning at verse 6, Peter says, Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time. And verse 7 says, Casting your cares upon Him, for He cares for you. And we can count on that. God is always there. He never changes. He cares for us. He wants us to pray for, to Him. He wants us to ask for His blessings. Why would we not do so? Let me show you one more. Second Corinthians, 2 Corinthians first chapter, verses 3 and 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our tribulation. Now notice, notice what he says. He comforts us that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble. Those of us who want to fix it with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted. By God. I can't help but think about that song that we used to sing all the time. We don't sing it much now, but it's a, it's a great song. Time, time is filled with, with swift transition. Naught of earth unmoved can stand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. Let us be praying for all of our sick and all of our shut-ins, and doing everything that we can to help and encourage them. 
tonight we offer the Lord's invitation. If you are not a member of the church, we would like to encourage you to make a change for the better in your life this very night. We sing that song sometimes, why not tonight? That's a good question. Why, why not tonight? There was a, a preacher years ago, his name was Jim Lusk. A lot of you remember him. He finished up all of his sermons. Uh, how was it? He, he said it turned on. Are you a Christian? If not, why not? Or if not, why not? And that's what I will ask you. If not, if you're not a Christian, how come? <laughs> I can't think of a single reason why you should not be a member of the Lord's body. You can do that tonight. Repent of your sins. Confess your faith in Jesus as the Son of God. Go into the waters of baptism for remission of sins. We're going to help you get that done. Maybe you have been a Christian, but you've fallen away. We're not going to interrogate you and ask for every little sin and shortcoming. We're not going to do that. Just acknowledge that you have made mistakes. Ask for the prayers of the faithful. Be restored while we stand and sing.